You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison of the Dex Files. The Dex Files. The Deck Files. We build decks and tell you how to build them. Yep. Use wood. (laughs) Step one, buy wood. (laughs) Step two, put the wood in a deck type shape. You don't have to make a plan or anything. Don't bother with blueprints. That's some peanut shit. You yeah. don't need to. Step. I forgot. Go back to step one. Also buy nails. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, shit. <laughs> and a hammer. Oh, you're going to need those. <laughs> you're going to need, need some nails, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to need some nails. <laughs> step three. Put the nails in the wood and then that's how you make a deck. Step four. Crack open a course. <laughs> And just kick it on your deck. Get your icebox ready. <laughs> well, that's it for the Dex files. Yep. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Did you like our goof, guys? Yeah. Actually, uh, we're recording this on Father's Day, so that was all for y'all daddies out there. Yep. Happy, I mean, happy Daddy's Day. I mean, you know, for daddies who actually have had children, but also for our daddies out there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All you sweet X-Files daddies. You know how we call our, our listeners space cadets? Yeah. So we should just call them our daddies. No, that gets confusing. Chris Carter's our daddy. Oh, yeah. Chris Carter's our Happy daddy. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Chris, Chris Carter. Carter. Happy Daddy's Day, FIFA. <laughs> Thanks for um, shaping our childhood, yeah. Chris Carter. You really done it. You gone and done it. I mean, like any other father, he supports us when we're down and mm-hmm. but also you know we he makes us angry sometimes so he sure the decisions does he makes um but we forgive him he knows how to get our goat we forgive him thank you chris carter daddy we forgive you because you gave us this lovely x-files episode yeah uh season two episode 14 thy hand thy ver let's relax like for let's go get an ice cream cone Thanks, Daddy. Let's go get an ice cream cone with our Daddy. Yay! Yay! Um, why don't you give us the episode description and we can get this shit started? Yeah, I guess I could do that. Um, so season two, episode fourteen, uh, Die Hand Diver Letzt. <laughs> Here is the Netflix description: The agents investigate a murder in a small town populated by devil worshippers. Um, I don't remember if I got this point in terms of a prediction. I, I'm going to say no, I didn't. Did you say Nazis? There were Nazis referenced in it. Yeah, I don't think you got the point. Well, maybe a half point. Maybe our maybe. listeners, our daddies, our collective space cadet daddies will listen to our episodes and then tell us if we have a if I have a point. Yeah, tell us if Courtney gets a point for this one. Um, but there were Nazis mentioned. Yeah, they did mention Nazis. They sure did. Um, I want to say before we started out, uh, this episode I really enjoyed. Oh yeah, this one was super good. It had all the elements of spooky, awesome things smushed into one thing that I enjoyed greatly. Yeah, and it did it. It handled things in a way that didn't make us incredibly angry, yeah. which is so so rare. So thank you, Daddy Chris Carter. Hey, thank you, Daddy. 
<laughs> what a gift on this, our Father's Day. Uh, yeah, it had 1990s aesthetic. It had uh, New Hampshire, which I was a resident of. It has creepy basement stuff. It had a snake. It had witchcraft and devil worship, which I'm super into, too. Um, it had all the elements It there. referenced, what is it, the... Um the uh, Stonehenge, the, the American Myst- or the American Stonehenge, yeah. or the New Hampshire Mystery Spot, which I visited. Oh boy, we're and gonna hear more about that later. I think I had a, at least one makeout session there. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna say at least one. Yeah, good, good work. On good top work, of a satanic like stone sacrifice table, just making out. That's where you gotta do it. Just is that your base. weirdest makeout spot? No. Do you want to tell us what your weirdest makeout spot? Not yet. I'm going to hold that card real close to my chest. Okay. Because I'm going to have to reveal it at a point in which it's referenced. Well, I'm sure yours is going to beat mine, so. (laughs) Does yours involve a fetal pig? No. Okay. (laughs) Which is also on theme for this episode. It is. Okay. We start this episode with a teacher meeting. And, okay, uh, I'm a teacher. No, no, no joke. I, I'm just, a, I mean, I'm a teacher. And I'm a high school teacher, which is even worse. Yeah, true. Uh, so there's a teacher meeting, and they're just talking about what school play should they put on? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Superstar? Grease? Well, Grease has the F word in it, so we can't do that. And then they start playing to Satan. Yeah, it's amazing. We and were very excited. I want to join this faculty, because hot damn. This is where you belong. I do. Like, I've worked at religious schools before. Um, and it's not my bag, but this type of religious school. Yeah. Hot damn. You can get right into it. Now, would they... Is Satanism a religion? Would you categorize it as a religion or an anti-religion? Oh, I think I would categorize it as a religion. Yeah? I don't think... I don't know if there's really such a thing as an anti-religion. But if it is, it would be Satanism, right? Hey, Satanists, right in. Hey, Satanists, is, uh, would, how do you identify yourselves and your faith? Yeah, because I've read lots of cool articles about y- y'all, about, like, how you, how, like, um, in states, down in the states, there's places where they, like, give away Bibles in public schools, and so you also give away satanic, like, coloring books because it's freedom of speech, and if Catholic schools can do it, then sat- uh, satanic schools can do it, too. So I love, I love y'all. <laughs> but I want to know more about you. Yeah, tell us. We want to know. I mean, we're going to, I think we're going to assume that this episode doesn't necessarily represent you and your <laughs> ideals because I mean, what X-Files episode does, but so we're taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but maybe it's su- like, we didn't say, we said it's not super offensive, but maybe it's super offensive to s- those Satanists out there. Yeah. In sorry, which case bros. we definitely want to hear about it. Sorry, bros. Yeah. Sorry, bros. If it is, I mean, but I mean... It made you look real cool. It super did. Like, hot damn. I want to sign up because mm-hmm. of this episode. Okay, so they have um, Teacher Satanists. And again, I want to be part of that school. Mm-hmm. And this is in Milford Haven, New Hampshire, which I spent most of the 90s in. Not Milford, but like... In New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. So I was like, oh, right. This is going places. This is your nostalgia sweet spot. And then, oh, hot damn it did. And... <laughs> Um, so we had one cold open, and then we al- I almost felt like we had another one where you had a bunch of, you had... Four teens. Four teens, one with a unibrow, <laughs> one that looked like they were 22. Yeah. Um, and they had two two dudes and two ladies, and obviously these two dudes wanted to just, like, 
smash uglies. Oh, yeah. They uh, wanted to smash that for real. And how you, in New Hampshire, um, there's really nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, so either A, you go to the local Barnes & Noble and you sit in the Starbucks and you um, drink your Chiazuberry tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, or B, you go out in the woods at midnight and start um, uh, sacrificing people. Can you say the name of that Starbucks product again? Tiazoberry? Tiazo? 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 Isn't it Tazo? I don't know. Well, in the 90s, maybe it was spelled differently. Oh, boy. Maybe in America, it's called Tiazo, and you Canadian people pronounce it a different way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we just prefer our TM Hortons, so. <laughs> TM. TM. Our, our TM Horton. Our little TM-y. Oh. Uh, so this, <laughs> I wrote, this boy is 22 at least. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they want to impress the ladies. So they take a page out of a library book and they start reading it. Mm-hmm. And some crazy shit starts happening. And they... They're l- little mouses. Little, little, oh, yeah. And then the mice came. The mice come. Yeah, they're like rats all over their feet. Squeaky squeak. And because they're living, obviously they're living in the tree where they like lit candles on. In the satanic stump. And the mice were like, it's getting hot in here. It's getting hot in her. Yes. That's the proper use of her. It's getting hot in her. So take off all your fur. It's like the four four types of there. There, 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 and there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an English teacher, guys. So, I mean. You know these things. Um. So one of the kids, so they start hearing voices and one of the kids, uh, or all the kids just fucking take off because hella, like, oh, crazy. Yeah. They're terrified. And there's fire. I don't know why there's fire, but there's fire. Yeah, it just, like, erupted up out of the ground. That was a little strange. And then uh, one of the kids dies. Oh, yeah. They find his body. Scully and Mulder are looking at it. Yep. They're like, someone cut out his eyes, done cut out his heart. And that's that's classic like devil worship. Man. Oh, yep. And this this um this ranger or police officer man, he's bad at his job. I mean, he's like he's like it's the it's devil music. These kids listen to devil music like Creed and uh the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Uh, what's that? Life, life house? Is that a? Oh my God! Hanging by a Hanging moment. Hanging by a moment here with you. That song meant a lot to me as a kid. What's a life house? Uh, it's when you have a light lifeboat, but oh. it has a giant light on it. So you also live in it. It's like a. It's a light. It's a lighthouse that is also a boat. And so you're on the ocean in your boat lighthouse. Okay, you're just tricking but, tricking people. But it also serves as a life raft. The point of a lighthouse mm. is to be like, yo, what up? There's land here. But there's, Don't run into there's it. There's lights and stuff like out on the coast before. Like there's, I mean. Yeah, but if it's just a boat, you're just sailing all over <laughs> like making people think there's land wherever. Yeah, man. That's just a dick move. Well, that's what the whole band is about. Like, you don't know where you're going to hit land, man. It could be where you least expect it, you're in the ha- middle of the GD ocean. You're hanging by a moment. <laughs> and that moment, you could crash into land or not. <laughs> That's okay. what it's all about. That is deep. Do you remember Hoobastank? Oh, I absolutely do. <laughs> what was their, do you remember their song? No, not even remotely. Um... I probably could sing it I all. I remember I've, I've heard it a million times. Yeah. 
I have the album somewhere. No. I have the CD. Hoobastank, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I also have probably every single quote-unquote alternative music, like, one-hit wonder CD in my CD case Do at the moment. Do you remember P.O.D.? Yes. Do you remember, um, gosh, was it 21 Stones? What? I've never heard of that. They were kind of like Creed Light, and you don't know if they were kind of religious or not, too. It was one of those things. I feel like when I was growing up in New Hampshire, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty white bread Christian. Yeah. So a lot of the alternative music my friends listened to were like on the edge of Christianity, but I didn't realize that. Like my first concert I went to was Creed. (laughs) And I was super into Creed. And then I was like, wait a minute, there's allusions to things I don't understand because I've never read the Bible. Yeah. Oh, man. When I was in uh, junior high, going to high school, my favorite band was a Christian ska band that I was obsessed with. Oh, yeah. Uh, Five Iron Frenzy for you guys in the know. (laughs) Don't, aren't they back together? They did get back together. And I got very excited. And did you listen to their new album? I did. And? It's super good. Yeah. Um, Does it bring you back? Oh, it 100% brings me back. <laughs> In fact, I found out they got back together when I was at Emerald City um, tabling there and someone came by my booth and was wearing a Five Iron Frenzy shirt and I freaked out <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they just got back together and I freaked out harder and everyone around was like, what is happening to what this person? Do you, what do fans of Five Iron Frenzy call themselves? Oh, I don't know. The Frenziers? The golfers or maybe? I don't know. The, the five because there's only five of them. Well, that is mean. <laughs> that is well, a you mean met thing one to of say. them. I mean, you met one of them, and maybe it's like a satanic, satanic, satanic ritual when the five finally meet. It, it, and you guys come together. That's when Five Iron Frenzy actually releases a new album. But they're a Christian ska band. Are they? Uh, yeah, they got Allison. Them. They got a shit ton Allison. of songs about Jesus. Whoa! Wait a minute. Five, five people, five sides of a satanic star. <laughs> and then you all come together in this pentagram type shape. Oh no! You and then might you be summon, and then you summon a new album. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened at Emerald City. Finally, the fourth, fi- fifth Iron Frenzy fan met the fifth one, and you are number five, Allison. <gasps> you completed the pentagram. Oh my god. God, I wish they would do that with, like, Bare Naked Ladies. Oh my god. I fucking love Bare Naked Ladies. I know, me too. So maybe the fans, we just need to get five Bare Naked Ladies together to summon a new Bare Naked Ladies album. I mean, I don't know if it's going to work, but I am into that plan regardless. <laughs> just just five Bare Naked Ladies just standing there. Just bring on the gals. <laughs> Um, bullfrogs, tree bullfrogs. Oh, yeah. So Mulder and Skelly are trying to figure out who killed this, this guy. They find a scrap of paper from the library. Yeah. Uh, a lot of low angles that you were confused about. Yeah, so I felt like if you watch this episode, you'll probably notice that the cameraman's probably his arms got real Mm tie-tie. And because the angle of the camera just kept getting lower. Yeah, it just goes down. lower. And it's like by someone's knees at one point. (laughs) Just hanging, low-hanging cameraman, am I right? Yeah. Um, But the upshot of that (laughs) uh, was that this episode actually did have really nice cinematography. Yeah. I liked a lot of what what was going on in it. The great pine forests of New Hampshire. Yes, they were beautifully captured. They were beautiful. Um, And in those great pine forests, it starts raining frogs onto Mulder and Skelly's 
umbrella. So I guess it's like it's because there was rats and frogs. It's a very like Satanistic like that because those are familiars. I guess Which I thought familiars? it was more of like a plague thing. I don't know. I guess, but they didn't go anywhere with that. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't connect. Because they had because the you have. Rats and frogs, and which is traditionally like what people used in like witch spells. So yeah, if, that makes sense. If there were like rats or frogs in your house way back when, then you were said to be like a witch because you were using them for spells. And really, you'd probably just eating them. Just eating them. Just, just, eat, just, just eating them. Them's good eating. Crunching those bones. Um, and then a snake too, which is a good example of a familiar. But mm-hmm. no kitties. No kitty cats. That's two. That's two last year. We actually, ah, as we were driving over here to record, a black cat ran in front of our car. <gasps> I even put that together. That is a fucking important. We're cursed. Oh yeah, we're donezo. Does that mean? Does that mean we're cursed to do the X Files forever? Oh. Allison. Allison. They're never going to stop making X-Files. Oh, God. So we're cursed to do this podcast forever. Well, I will say I did break a mirror earlier this year. (gasps) So I think that does give me about 10 years of bad luck. Allison, you know what we have to do now? What? We have to find replacements. What? Well, to break the curse, we have to trick someone else into doing, taking our spot so we are no longer cursed. Oh, my God. Who would... Who would let this happen to them? Well, A, someone who probably doesn't listen to our podcast. So that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And B. It's a very high number. B, someone who, um, I'm not going to say enjoys the X-Files, but probably someone who doesn't know anything about the X-Files. So can really talk it up. Yeah, that makes sense. Who doesn't know anything about the X-Files? Wise, wise people. Hmm. We could just get, like, kids from my school. Oh, my God. <laughs> they don't know anything about anything. Hey, kids, you want to be in a podcast? Hey, kids, why don't you come to my house and talk into this microphone in my bedroom? Because <laughs> they have to do it here. That's the that's, that's the, the, that's the, the thing. the whole thing. That's where the magic happens. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then they have to find replacements. And then they have to find replacements. And it's just forever. But then we'll be free, Allison. We'll be Free. free. So what I'll do is I'll go hunt uh, some frogs. Okay. And, and I don't have a snake. I have a gecko. So that's pretty close. I have a gray cat. Yeah, that's good enough. And then we'll light some candles. And, um, I mean, we can squeeze some steaks and get some blood, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. need blood for your X-Files satanic rituals. You absolutely do. And we'll get five bare naked ladies together. Done. <laughs> and then the tradition will be completed. And we will be free. We'll be free. We can wow. do other things with our lives. Oh, God. Oh, Finally. Beautiful. So next next week, please please look forward to two new people. Yeah, who you've never met before. Never, and they're probably not going to be as funny as they're us. They're going to seem real confused. <laughs> but just go with it. But just, just, I mean, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Oh, man. Okay, so we go to the school. Yeah. Because they're trying to, they find the book that the guy checked out. Yeah. And then they get the guy, and as they go into the science classroom where the teacher is, like, about to take role. Yeah. Uh, he basically fucking books it for the window. Oh, yeah, the the kid is like, oh, shit. Oh, no, the fuzz. <laughs> Bro. And this kid, again, is, he's supposed to be 16. He's 22 at He is least. nowhere near 16. He is fully well past puberty. And he actually admits to Scully Mulder that this whole satanic ritual thing was just so he could get some trim. Yeah, he he's like, oh, I was 
just trying to smash. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and, the, and the girls there look so horrified. Like, really? You wanted to smash? <laughs> Us? You wanted to bump uglies with two ladies? Like, I don't. That's so strange. Because <laughs> why else would you do that? You go oh, out in the woods. I, the only reason I go out to the woods is to smash, so. Or bring devils on upon this earth oh one of the two or sometimes both at the same time and then you get real freaky yeah oh man oh boy the (laughs) rituals i've had in the woods (laughs) um so it's also under okay so we have the group of teachers Mm -hmm. and they are obviously some sort of cult yeah they're a cabal but it's almost as if they're trying to protect the town from outside satanic for- forces. Yeah, because they're like, something is at work here. And then they keep saying, like, they, like, as if there's an outside force being involved. And they're, it's almost like they're doing their little rituals and sacrifices to protect the town from that. Well, that's not, that was, that's, as I like to say, that was never made clear. No, but, you know, it's kind of like they're fighting against. Yeah, like, they're, I don't, I don't know. I, I will say right now on the record, I like the tall one. The tall, we established he was a counselor, but probably also the history teacher. Big fan of the tall one. Uh, uh, he looked real, real cool. Uh, he looked like the main guy from Jaws. Yeah. And who else you said from... Oh, he reminded me of Anton Sugar from No Country for Old Men. No doubt. Do- yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Just walking definitely. around with an air gun. Um, so they... But they go to... Like, when, when Scully and Mulder talked to them, it was obviously, like, that th- an outside force is hurting our children. Yeah. Yeah. Like, through music and video games and, and Dungeons and Dragons yeah. and books and whatever things that we don't understand are hurting our children and this was a real thing back then oh it absolutely was yeah it was called um it was called satanic panic or um satanic ritual abuse yeah which is um well yeah i mean it kind of started with nancy reagan and her she was the one who put the labels on the music yeah the, yeah yeah and then it kind of grew into i mean not her personally she no didn't, like <laughs> but she... every biggie smalls thing she's just stamping with her little like beep yeah, she kind of started this idea that, like, new music is bad and it's hurting our children. Yeah. Um, and from there it spread into the kind of late 80s, early 90s with this thing called satanic ritual abuse where um, I think it happened mostly in California yeah. and on the West Coast. But uh, basically kids would be kind of, like, coerced by counselors and, and other and officials and stuff into saying that things had happened to them that hadn't really happened to them. But it was through, like, basically leading questions um, and then they would, you know, admit to their parents having satanic rituals yeah. and abusing them in certain ways. Um, and it was just because of the way that they were being asked the questions that they... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I listened to Criss Cross, and they made me kill a cat and pray to the Dark Lord. Yeah. And, um... I mean, Criss Cross does, you know, that music does make you want to kill a cat and pray to the Dark Lord, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Um, oh, you have the article? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to read a, a thing about it. Um, so there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of different ideas about why this came about or was such a big phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Um, but my favorite quote from the Wikipedia article is, is this. Other commentators suggested that the entire phenomenon may be evidence of a moral panic over Satanism and child abuse. Skeptical explanations for allegations of SRA have included an attempt by, quote, radical feminists to undermine the nuclear family, a backlash against working women, homophobic attacks on gay childcare workers, a universal need to believe in evil, fear of alternative spiritualities, 
end of the millennium anxieties, or a transient form of temporal lobe epilepsy. <laughs> okay. Blame the gays and the feminists, because, you know, what what are we doing? What are, yeah, what, what's, what's our deal? Are we that bad? <laughs> yes. Just trying to live here, guys. We're just trying to, you know, live and sacrifice uh, small children. Yeah, I mean. To our dark lord. Is that not okay? Are we, are we good? Guys, I do, I do want to give you a hint, uh, you know, um, Ellen is our dark lord. Oh, Ellen absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so all through all of our rituals that happened in the 90s, she has spawned uh, a whole new empire and she's actually controlling us mm-hmm. through media. Yeah. So thank you, So when Ellen you DeGeneres. when you go watch Finding Dory. Yeah. <laughs> what right? you're really finding is our, our dark lord. Ellen DeGeneres. Yep. <laughs> we just broke. I, I know we weren't supposed to say that. Like, but I feel like we can trust our our listeners. Yeah, we could trust you guys. And you know what? You probably, after hearing this, you want to get right on board. Or or you are already on board. Or you're already on board and you're super into it. Yeah, yeah. And you're mad at us for (laughs) spilling the secrets. So again, if we're not here next episode, it's one of two reasons. Yes. Either we were freed or the dark uh, lesbian cabal has has murdered us because we revealed too much. We have been ended for revealing the true gay agenda. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Whoops. Um... Oh, look what I found on the internet, says Scully to Mulder. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. What? Have we done the, the water fountain bit? Um, I fucking love that. Yeah, do that. When Mulder... Okay, so Mulder goes to get a drink from the water fountain, and then the water's swirling the opposite way, and he says, oh, it's the Coriolis effect, and it's <laughs> supposed to go the other way. Something is at work here. And I have to say, I am pretty sure that everyone in our generation learned about the Coriolis effect from The Simpsons. The episode where they go to Australia. Oh, yeah. And they have a special toilet so it swirls the right way so they don't get homesick. <laughs> this is where the genius... Oh, my God. <laughs> That's that definitely It's funny I... because I think... Who would notice those that type of thing? But obviously they had something to make it spin the other way. Because I'm like, yeah, that does kind of look weird to me. Yeah. Maybe because it was like... Mulder's like whole tipping it like look Scully it's doing this but also like when have I ever seen a water fountain actually swirl yeah usually they're really plugged mm-hmm. usually they don't usually they don't drain at all they it's have just, like a real metallic blood smell about them oh god and then it's like a little small pool of standing water with like a little wad of gum in there oh yeah gum I was gonna ask what kind of plugs it but it must be gum oh it's absolutely gum oh we have one in our we have one in our school and it's like it's its own lake at this point (laughs) like none of the kids none of the kids drink from the water fountains because um a lot of them come from countries where you don't drink the water yeah so they buy a lot of water bottles but I always I always I want to fill up my water bottle there but a there's a lake underneath it of standing <laughs> water. And B, it always smells real weird. There's like mosquitoes hanging around in there. It's <laughs> yeah. like a little cholera. We, have a, we actually farm. have a malaria epidemic in our school. Oh, at God. The <laughs> Zika virus. That's oh, how we are no. ground zero for the Canadian Zika virus. Oh, God. Um, okay, now we do the internet thing. Yeah, do the internet thing. So Scully brought her laptop and she's on the internet, which looks like no internet i remember nope it's just like search and she types in something and it comes up in green font on a black background like this is 1993 at this point we had message boards we had like we could build websites and um, stuff when when did um al gore make the internet 
Oh, he built it in 1989. 1989, really? Yeah. When did you have the internet? When did you have a computer with internet? Uh, when did I have a computer with internet? I think, um, like the mid-90s. Mid-90s? Yeah. Like, what grade? Um, like six, seven. Okay. I was playing Neo Oh, wow. Yeah. You were lucky. We were cutting edge. I was, I had it in high school, like probably when I was 16 or so. Oh, yeah. My, my parents were cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had it in junior high. I played you? Uh, Neopets. I built my own HTML websites. Whoa. Yeah. Um, did you have, di- you had dial up, of course. Yeah. Okay, of course. Beep, 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 uh, and in case you, you young whippersnappers don't know, we... We lived in a time where, A, we didn't have internet, but also, B, if you had to be on the internet, your mom couldn't be on the phone at the same time. That caused so many family dramas. Oh, my God. When I was surfing fanfiction.net and my mom had to call someone, there was a a nuclear explosion in my house. (laughs) My favorite was trying to load a fucking fucking picture of a naked lady and yeah. it comes up little one bar at a time oh, shit. you're like oh god like, I, can't. Oh, no. I see the top of the tit but it's not not full sometimes right the now. top of the tit was all you needed <laughs> sometimes when you finished years old sometimes you finished before getting to the full nipple and it's like <laughs> well like, well that's my life i guess next time i need it it will be there well, and then you abs- and then you close it. And- you know what you didn't have back then? Fucking incognito windows. <laughs> Allison, why is why are there naked pictures of Whitney Houston on? The- <laughs> well, I have two brothers. Ask oh. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nazis. How did we connect this to Nazis? Because oh, the I think there were phrases in the book that were german and they oh man i do not remember i think scully said that these were like back in the back in the nazi times there were nazi satanic rituals it was something to do with there was she was talking about like jews she's talking about jews yeah I don't know. We don't know. We don't really... Re- it was hard to connect the dots on this one, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure it's important to, like... But it never came up the, again, so it can't be that important. The mythology <laughs> type thing, but... I mean, the title's in German. I don't... Yeah, I didn't get that either. Oh, well. Let's move on to the the good part. Let's move on to the snake. Yeah, the snake. So, um, A, there's a snake in this classroom. Yes. And B, so it's a reticulated python, mm-hmm. uh, big, big old girl. And I was sad, A, she's just sitting in a, in a tank. She's just sitting there. There's no, it's there's nothing, there's nothing in there. Tank. There's no, like, source of heating. She has no UVB. She, she, you, snakes need heat to digest. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to be real uncomfortable. And the teacher, like, pops a little fetal pig in there. How is she supposed to digest that with no heat? And also, aren't the fetal pigs, aren't they, like, pickled in something? Oh, yeah. They're absolutely, like, chock full of formaldehyde. Poor snake. That will kill that snake. Aww. Well, no wonder that snake went went rogue. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we also, I also want to point this off. This is a case of Chekhov snake. It absolutely is Chekhov's snake. When you see the the snake in the first act by the third act, she's going to eat someone. Oh, she's going to go right off. <laughs> I But I was upset at how small that cage it was. It was a shame. And how it had nothing in there. Someone just plopped that reticulated python right in there. Did you have um, pets in biology class? Um, I had to think. I remember in elementary school, we probably had like hamsters and stuff. Mm. Um, I didn't. 
I don't think so. We had a, um, I took a special marine biology elective. Yeah. Uh, and so we actually went to the beach and caught a whole bunch of stuff and put it in a saltwater tank in our classroom. And did it all live? Probably um, not. Well, the thing that didn't live was the little octopus we found. <gasps> um because it, a couple of the boys in the class scared it and it inked itself <laughs> to death. That's horrible. Yeah, we were all very heartbroken. Oh my god! First of all, that you take a species like that off of out. I guess it was the nineties. It was a different time. Well, this was like two thousand three. Oh jeez. But uh, if you wanna, if you wanna pick a fight, you can call up notoriously hot teacher, <laughs> Mr. Graham. Hey, Mr. Graham. And complain. Hey, Mr. Graham. All the girls fucking (laughs) were all up on this guy's jock. Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) We have girls in our school. So we we have a lot of young teachers because this is a private school and young teachers can't get jobs in the public school system. So we have a lot of young men. um, Oh, no. And so and we have a lot of, you know, young girls who are just coming into their own. And we have this one girl. Um. She, um, she's undiagnosed, but we know she's somewhere on the spectrum, but she's obsessed with some of the male teachers. Oh, no. Just, like, peeking, peeking in their window and, like, waving and just waiting for them to leave. And so I had to have a talk with her and, like, you know, honey, I know, I know, like, maybe you have some feelings, but these these are men and you can't, don't, you can't do that. Like, and she's looking at me like, <gasps> and then the next day she left she left presents on the what yeah she left presents on um on the desk of one of our teachers well, you can't be doing that no i'm like no honey no. <laughs> oh, no and the male teachers are like scared of her yeah they <laughs> should be uh, uh okay oh so teenagers we've made it to the fetal pig dissection oh yeah and shannon one of the girls who was out um you know getting smashed um <laughs> oh dear well, not quite. Uh, she is. Uh, she had a real. A, she had a real eraser head moment. I'm she had say. a real significant reaction to these fetal pigs. And the pig, so they're they're cut open the pig, and the pig kind of the heart bump pumps, and then she goes, the heart starts beating. The pig like looks up at her. She starts screaming, and, she, and the pig's like, "Hey, it's what's me. going on? It's I'm me, a, I'm your a pig, pig friend. <laughs> your pig friend. It's me, Oinky. You can call me Oreo because I'm black and white and black." <laughs> like a little Oreo. He had little stripes. It was adorable. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, Don't scream, miss. It's just me, Oreo. <laughs> I just I need a hug. Friends. Be careful of my intestines. They're everywhere. Oh. So, it, okay. So the biology teacher in this case, we know that she's the the them. Yeah, yeah. Because the she earlier talks to the girls who um, went out with the boys, the girls that were out in the forest. <laughs> the and girls she says, with the boys. <laughs> she says, hey, if you guys ever need to talk about sexual education, I'm here. Um, and she pulls, and then the girls leave and she pulls open, and there's just a sweet, like, heart and There's a heart there. and two eyeballs. Which I didn't realize that's the first kid's heart yes! and eyeball. Yes! How do you I, not realize that? Because I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> You're dumb. Because I was so concerned about that poor snake eating pickled pigs. Yeah, so she's got their friend's heart and eyeballs in her drawer, and, and then she, she puts, puts her desk on them. This wounded you. Like, I spill... Okay, so I'm notorious for spilling food and or wine on tests as I grade them because as I grade tests, I drink a lot. I drink a lot, guys. <laughs> like, while I grade. It just makes my kids seem smarter. That's fair. Um, It, it actually improves their grades substantially. Well, then you gotta. 
Um, but so the kids usually get like stains on their thing and they're like, Mish, Mish Rum, what is this? I'm like, uh, soup. It's purple. I had borscht that night. <laughs> I once tried to hand in a paper that was covered in blood. <laughs> from like what? From, from your nose? From me. From your nose? <laughs> no, from, from my uh, my fingers because I chew my nails so horribly. Oh, yeah. And I always have. And I would get hangnails. I would get like little bloody cuticles. And I was doing it. Uh, I handed in a paper and it had like accidentally little smudges of blood all over it. And you could have said that was ketchup. Though. My teacher was like, N- you need to reprint this. <laughs> I believe that was I, I notoriously can't. handsome teacher, Mr. Graham. Here's my blood, Mr. Ram, for please, you. Please take my blood, sir. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were you had your period. And you no, just, I just wiped. <laughs> you just don't have a pad. What? I, I mean, mean. Desperate times. I mean, it is. Like, when you're a person with a period and you're not prepared, you use whatever. You're like MacGyver that shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, I've used toilet paper oh. rolls before. Yeah. I've used, I mean, any, like a sock. A sock is a good, uh, I never actually thought of a sock. And then I read somewhere, uh, someone saying that they did that. And I was like, that's a fucking genius idea. Because who cares if you're walking around without With socks? With one socks, yeah. You just take them both off and you, first you put it inside out. Because you don't want your socks stinky feet up in your JJ. No. Uh, and you just, like, you put it in there. You kind of get it all snug and kind of stuff it in there a little bit. And that, that will get you, that will get you all through the day. Socks pretty absorbent. Because the one of the things is a as a teenager when you are a person with a period is like it's that mortifying thing where you think that everyone sees yeah you think everyone knows everyone knows like and it i don't know like i've only kind of leaked through my pants once yeah but that was like a mortifying experience oh it's brutal you think everyone can see even though it's usually like under far enough yeah it's in your crotch you can't really you don't really see but i was that was a fear of mine. So that's why I stopped. I, uh, I stuffed a lot of socks up there. Yeah, you gotta. Or a toilet paper roll. Just carry around like a 10 pack of tube socks with you. Or pads. Or pads. Yeah, I mean, that's also whatever. <laughs> um, so, oh, it's. So the biology teacher is a demon type creature. She's Satan. She's Satan. She's just Satan. She's straight up Satan. Um, and so the, it's this battle between the other teachers and her. But they never really like get together. Yeah, like, she's trying to. She's do... just pulling all the damn strings. Yeah. So Mulder and Scully talk to the girl who had the pig problem. Yeah. And it's revealed that she was part of sacrifices and she was impregnated and then they sacrificed the fetuses and it was just rough it was super super rough yeah but she was a really good actress she was a great actress and that made the scene a bit easier to bear because it was it was hard it was tough yeah and it really just did kind of hit in right into the heart of that whole like um satanic panic that did happen that, you know it was obviously a pretty clear callback to that yeah because you read i mean it probably didn't I mean, you read things about stuff exactly like that happening in the 90s, but, yeah. like, did it happen? I don't know. Well, there, and, like, a big part of it was there were books that people wrote and say, that said, like, yeah, when I was a kid, this this absolutely happened to me. Yeah. Like, I had repressed memories and I did, you know, hy- hypnotic therapy and, and I found out all this stuff that happened to me that was, you know, those books were then proven by, like, other psychiatrists and stuff to be most likely to false. To be false. Yeah. Um... 
not that we're victim blaming. No, absolutely but this, not. But this is this is. A I would say big, this is a, a different phenomenon. This was a really weird phenomenon because I remember being. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm super interested in this sort of thing. Yeah, like absolutely. the occult, weird occult stuff that's happening like near your home, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, it's one of those things that really interests me. Um, so she, the the girl, says that all these things happen, um, and. Mulder and Scully go to the stepdad, who is part of the cult. Yeah, part of the cabal. He's like the principal or something. And Mulder just like gets right up in his face like, did you do it? Did you do it? Hey, 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 hey. Did you? You do it? Did you? You do it? Did you do a little? Did you do it? Just like a little bit? Or like all of it? Just come on. But did you do it? (laughs) Like, way to go, Mulder. (laughs) A plus. And when he says that to the guy, he comes up behind the guy and says, did you do it? And the guy breaks a glass in his hand. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was amazing. So, now we, like, this, they, they, the girl talks about how her little sister was sacrificed at eight years old. Yeah. But then it says that, the like, mo- her mom says that her daughter died at eight weeks. So, who is, like, was it, is it, like, did they have the kid down there all at all times? Or is this one of those things where it's, like false repressed memory i honestly am not sure because it wasn't i feel like the episode didn't really make it clear like i think no by the time Mulder gets down into the basement it's pretty clear that a lot of what she's saying maybe didn't happen but or why or did i thought it was like it did happen because it was like red walls and stuff i yeah i mean and then there she talked about like her stepdad raping her yeah at the new hampshire mystery spot or something well it's hard because it's like I think it, it is that thing that ha- there it's a good reflection of what happens in real life where she's sa- saying, you know, I'm having these repressed memories and all this stuff happened. And then her parents say, like, I don't know why she would say that that didn't happen. And then that the dad even says, like, well, we took her blood and stuff, but none of the other stuff ever happened. So it is that situation of like, you her. don't know, you don't know what or who to believe. So he yeah, he says we hypnotized her after. So that when she was 18, well, we would like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, there was child abuse going on. Of some variety. Of some variety. Some gross child abuse. We're, no one wants to. Um, and Mulder goes, actually looks at the basement. Yeah. And it was kind of, it was kind of cool because the hinges on the door were very New England basement. <laughs> and if you are live in England, you know, a lot of the basements are dirt floors because mm-hmm. that's how they were built. Uh, and it's super creepy. Um... And the dad didn't want him to go down there. Yeah. Um, and the door shut on its own. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Well, it was just like, a, it was satanic magic. It was just Satan. It was just Satan was, was like, just, don't go down there. <laughs> That's my home. I live there. I live in that basement. Um, my best friend's name. I wrote, holy shit. Gotta question the snake. What? <laughs> what? Why would one question a snake? I don't Allison? know. Well, what, what happens, happens next is that um, Shannon is redoing her fetal pig dissection. Yeah, uh, and the teacher's like, "Hey, just take your time. It's cool if it's if you're not down for this." And then she says, "Oh, let me take your bracelet so that I you you don't get guts all over it." Yeah, and Shannon's like, "Oh, thank you." Um, so the teacher takes the bracelet and goes back into her Satan. office. Satan takes Satan the takes the bracelet. Satan goes back into Satan's office. You know how they talk about Jesus take the wheel? Yeah, Satan take the bracelet. Satan take the bracelet <laughs> and and then do horrible things to it. Satan, take the snake. (laughs) 
So Satan she, take the snake robbers. Satan, Satan, uh, or or a demon. Maybe it's not the Satan. I think it's the Satan, but uh, it's open to interpretation. <laughs> um, now is Satan a title? The Satan? Yeah, I think it could be elected Satan. Okay. Um, uh, I'd like to announce my running for the position of the Satan. Yeah, please. I'm going to be voting for you for sure. Actually, could I be your campaign manager? Well, yeah. Slash hype man. <laughs> I mean, yo, 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 yo. you have to sacrifice to me first. Oh, of course. That's how you cast your vote for the Satan. Yeah, absolutely, I will. By sac- Why are you going to sacrifice? Um, Does it have to be human? You know what? I, I prefer human. This is a test. Okay. If you're going to be my hype man, I need to know what you're going to sacrifice to me. Um, it needs to be good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but I'm mm-hmm, not going to mm-hmm. give you any direction on that. Because this is, this is a test. This okay. is your first hype man and campaign manager test. What would you sacrifice to me uh, to give me your final vote as the Satan? Oh, man. Okay. I think what I'm going to sacrifice to you mm. is... Uh, ooh, this is a toughie. Yeah, man. This is the, this is, you're having your job interview right now. Sorry, guys. We'll get to back to the X-Files, but this is also very important. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think I am going to sacrifice uh, a satyr because it's a goat and a person. Can't go wrong. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now, where are you going to find one of those? Magic. Mm, Okay. I feel like, I feel like that's a good sacrifice, but you haven't really thought it through. That's fair. I don't think a lot of things through. (laughs) Now, as my campaign manager, you're going to have to think some things through. Maybe I'm not right for this job. Okay. Okay. Well, um. Hype man, though. But when I, well, when I become the Satan, yeah. you know, I'll make sure there's a job for you. Oh, awesome. Perfect. I mean, Love it. Maybe not hype man or campaign manager because you haven't proven yourself worthy. No, but, I did a pretty shit job. I mean, you could be like, you could be, um. Water boy. Like a canvasser. Oh, I'm into Yeah, that. like just knock on some doors. Yeah, I can knock on some doors. Hey, have you heard the good word of the Satan? My friend uh, is running for the Satan and you should vote for them. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay. No, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> so I, I'm still looking for a campaign manager. So. Yeah, if anyone out there thinks they uh, might be right for the job, hey, let us know what yeah. you would, what or who you would sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't make death threats or anything. No, absolutely don't no, do that. <laughs> please don't do that. Uh, but I want to know what you have faith sacri- in our audience. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me what you would uh, sacrifice for me as um, Satan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay we got to we got to smash. Can we talk? This. Can we talk? Just can we just talk about the snake? Well, but we're not at the snake yet. Oh God, I just want to talk okay, about. Okay, we're snake gonna get so there. We're gonna get there bad. so fast. So um, so bad. What happens is Shannon, uh, the Satan, uses Shannon's. Uh, <laughs> bracelet to make her uh cut her own wrists um it's really weird well i mean it's it's horrible yeah it's horrifying she's she's dead on the floor with her wrists obviously cut but also the the pig pig is down down there there. (laughs) how did the pig get down oreo's like no shannon my friend don't do it let's cuddle with you oh no that was was really weird it was weird um Uh, so Mulder and scully come in and they're like what happened here and the teacher's like i don't know i was in my office and then scully's like her office smells like incense uh and, and no one remembers hiring her it's really weird yeah and so Mulder's like, well, I'm going to go check out that basement. And you look into her. You go on the internet. You go on the internet. And we're going to figure Google. out what happened. You Google. Um, and then. And then. Mulder goes down into the basement. He can't make an X because he's just by himself and one man alone cannot make an X. Um, so he's looking around with his flashlight. And then the principal, Shannon's dad, shows up. And he's like really upset because all the other people in the cabal had told him to blame 
everything that had happened on Shannon, the girl who had died and they're like this is our out and he's like i'm not gonna do that she's my daughter and i loved her even though i made her sacrifice her own blood or whatever um and maybe babies and we maybe don't know babies we can't t- we're not sure we're not sure um and uh but i'm gonna believe her gonna, more than I, I believe her yeah more than i believe this guy absolutely because he's kind of going uh which rogue yeah so he goes rogue and he says to Mulder, like this is my faith you know now i i'm starting to have second thoughts about what we're doing and yeah. i feel bad and Mulder's like okay well you're super crazy um and and he he handcuffs like well you're gonna be under arrest because uh something's going down but the uh, uh, the Satan the Satan uses um, Scully's, Scully's pen, pen to channel Scully's voice. Yeah, and calls Mulder and says, "As Scully, oh Mulder, I'm at the school. I need you." Um, so he handcuffs uh, principal the principal or whoever to the stairs in the basement and and just takes. Right and off. that was the first mistake. That you was don't a big mistake. you don't lock anyone in a in a in a New England basement. That man's gonna shit himself. Oh my God! I mean. Uh, the number of dead people in colonial New England is a lot. It's about it's a high number. And the chances of having like a dead skeleton in your basement is I would say one in three. Yeah, well and also people people used to bury their loved ones at home. So yeah. And yeah. Like it when we were looking for houses in New Hampshire and Massachusetts, like one of the things, I think I told, told you this before, in in a lot of places they have to, um, on the Ritter, like about the house, they have to say if there's any poltergeist or ghost activity. Mm-hmm. And number two, they have to say if any bodies are um, buried in the thing. And yeah. a lot of the houses, they were like children in the fireplace. That's just, fucking dope. Just buried in the fireplace. Uh, so there's probably just ghosts galore oh, ghosts everywhere. Uh, but it's not ghosts that this guy has to be afraid no. of. Oh, no. No, no. It's a snick. It's our friend beef snake it's our friend beefy beefy reticulated python who you know what she is pissed she's mad she has been in this fucking tank with nothing in it she's bored as fuck eating like fucking formaldehyde soaked pigs and she can't digest them because she's not warm she's not warm she doesn't have the warmth of the uvb and so she goes down to the basement and fucking eats the guy. She eats him whole, and then his like acid covered skeleton is just on the and it's just floor. Pooped out. She poops him right out. Now I don't know how much you know about snakes, but it takes a long time for like a snake to poop. They say in the episode that it takes like three weeks for her to digest him. And the poop doesn't look like that. No, My it does God. not look like a skeleton. <laughs> the poop does not look like that. Though, but maybe because the snake hasn't been able to properly digest things because. It doesn't have the right heating or UVB needs. Yeah. Maybe that's what she... Lo- I mean, maybe it's just... She got the squirts. She got the human squirts. She got the human squirts. snake squirts. She got the snake squirts. She got them them good old human bone squirts. Oh, boy. I mean, I feel like I have those 24 sev. so... The snake squirts? Yeah. So when you eat your human human sacrifices, you just like... That's why that's why you took so long in the bathroom before we started recording. Oh, absolutely. Am I gonna go in there and there's just a skull? There's gonna be in there? a full body you in did- the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you did ask for a plunger. I did. I was and like, a, and some gloves and, and a bag. Yeah. And, and I mean, we do have compost t- going out tomorrow, so I mean, we can just get rid of it. A little surprise in there. Just <laughs> a <that> human skull. <laughs> that really hurt coming out. <laughs> Oh, God. The hemorrhoids. Oh, no. I mean, I, well, I mean, I assume you don't poop the whole thing out. At, like, was it a whole skull? Oh, it was a whole skull. Jesus, girl. Yeah. That's talent. 
That's talent. Oh, God. It's been a long week for me. We can get rid of some evidence with that, with your digestive system. I know. Does that mean eat it? All of our murder victims. Allison the human snake? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) You know what? Forget about it. You are my campaign manager. Yes! I like your shtick. Done! I love it. Oh, Because then you can eat my enemies, and then we'll never know what happens to them. Just poop them right now. And then we'll have lots of skulls for my altar. Oh, because every Satan needs a great altar. Satans need amazing altars. Oh God, you got the job! Yay! Congratulations! This is the happiest day of my life. Okay, snake poop. Uh, check off snake. Nails check it. Check off snake. So snake in the first act. Eat yep. someone in the second or the third. Uh, and then Mulder and Scully. Oh, Mulder goes to the school. He finds Scully. They make the X. Oh, they make the X so hard. They make the X incredibly hard. Yeah. Uh, and Wh- then- which guys, if you don't know, it's when you have the two flashlights and the flashlights cross, making it, yeah, the it makes X. An X. And it's so good. Yeah, we call it. Ooh. They make we we basically came um <laughs> twice they did it twice two times and it was so close like oh god oh god oh yeah they're almost there oh they made the x uh and then everyone dies yeah everyone everyone dies basically um satan we're running out of time those yeah uh the satan makes all the other Satanists the uh, kill each other and themselves um and then leaves a message yeah. on the blackboard that says it's really- been nice working with you yeah, well, really pretty writing. Yeah. So I guess, like, Satan just wanted to clean up. Like, those Satanists weren't real great. They were doing a bad job. They were doing a real bad job. And and, and the Satan needed so to take mommy care Satan, of them. So Mommy Satan needed to, needed to clean up things. Yeah. Oh, I do want to give a shout out to one amazing shot. What? Um, where the... Um, the tall guy has a shotgun. It is a very, very stark upshot, and he cocks the shotgun, and the two shotgun shells fly out behind him, and it was just, like, breathtaking. I love that shot so much. Yeah, it's really good super good but you know what else was good what that snake poop that snake poop oh beef snake this was a really good episode i really it was a really good episode i really liked watching it yeah it had all the right elements mushed together to make just the perfect courtney stew yeah it was fun though yeah so thank you yeah um i rate on a spooky scale uh one to five alien thumbs up i'm gonna rate this a solid three nice uh i really like some of the imagery and some of the things that it showed it did have the spooky cabal New Hampshire feel. Yeah. 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 Because New Hampshire's full of cults. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, okay. I rate on a rage scale, which goes from one to... Uh, Excelsius Day. Excelsius Day. Uh, and I'm going to give this a two. I really liked it. It was a really great episode. It's not quite got a one for me, but... Um, it was good. Yeah. It, it was, was solid, solid quality app. Yeah. Um, so I spell my... Uh, someone's cooking dinner or lunch for us, so we better get going. Yeah. But before we go stuff our faces, it is time for some reader mail. Mm-hmm. Which we're going to read. We are going to read that reader mail. Uh, <laughs> That's how we do it. There is no postmark, no return address. Where is this mail from? Is it from outer space? Yes, it's from outer space. Thank you, aliens. Uh, so... You can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. And a lot of people did. Yeah, we're so happy you guys are talking to us. We were so lonely. Thank you, Space... Wait, what did we... It's not Space Cadets. Thank you, daddies. Thank you, daddies. You collect those Space Daddies. Space Daddies. But not you, Chris Carter. Actually, maybe a little bit you. Come on, it's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. Peepaw some love. Thank you, Peepaw. Um, First, uh, I do want to mention, we asked a lot of people... 
Okay. Uh, we asked a lot of people about Irresistible, which mm-hmm. was the episode before. Um, to kind of, and this was an episode via the Twitter a lot of people loved. Yeah. And we did too. We liked it a lot. Yeah, that was okay. Um, not as good as Beefsteak. Yeah. Beefsteak. Beef Beefsteak the snake. <laughs> um, but we had a couple of people write in. Um, Kate Evans uh, wrote in, she, uh, she wrote in via Tom, uh, Twitter and she said she had a poem about it. Yeah. And I'm like, hells yeah, girl, you need to send us those. Uh, and she is from Bristol in the UK. Oh. Uh, so super cool already. And she sent us a poem that she fucking wrote about this episode when she was 14. Yeah. And it's really good. It's super good. I'm going to read it to you now. Uh, it's called, so it's about that, uh, the guy, the, uh, irresistible guy, the murderer. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, oh, God. Fossbinder? No. No. Something like that. I'm sure it's important. Anyway, uh, Kate uh, wrote this poem when she was 14 after watching that episode. It's called Nude Blue. He paints like Rembrandt with the grace of a hundred masters past, teasing vulgar skylines into mellow shapes, forcing the brush strokes to conform to his dreams, staring deep on the canvas with Monet eyes. Uh, Swords and guns are swept back into the curves of blurred blue nude. He loves like a dead man locked in an, in ice and craves only peace and a watertight life. He's not a Casablanca or a Del Marco or a Bond. Juliet would slay him with one salty kiss. They come for him like scientists with chisels and lock on him like the barrel of a gun. He stares with them with faster eyes, which is the name of the guy now, faster. Mm vulgar and nude he paints them blue and holy shit that's a dope poem first of all like i i talked to katie a bit and like and she's like sorry i'm not really creepy but first of all a all all teenagers are creepy oh absolutely like at at 14 but b holy shit like if i wrote shit like that when i was 14 god damn yeah so thank you for sharing your 14 year old poem with us yeah that's kate um at kinsey blaine on twitter yeah thank you uh kate from bristol England. England. Ha 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 ha. Um, and then there's also another, I mean, we are just have an army of Katie slash Kates. Uh, <laughs> Katie Doe, who uh, we have talked about her before. Um, she talked to us a little bit about, we had questions about the bat boy, uh, the bat type demon yeah, thing. Yeah, we were That confused. was on, yeah, I was really confused about that. Um, so Katie kind of cleared things up. Uh, the way it's depicted in this episode, I always took that vision to be a representation of a demon of the concept of evil, not a literal shape-shifting creature. Because the demon or a devil shape is such a common depiction that is many people's first thoughts of how to represent evil, I think that was probably the easiest way to show them to get it across visually in a moment of fear or stress Donnie the regular man appears as the embodiment of evil to those being threatened by him that's why he appears in Scully's dream as well when Scully's vision flashes through several intonations of regular man and ends with that shape that represents evil I took it to mean that this evil is inside everyone who has or will commit horrible deeds uh, and they weren't just depicted as white men there were several other races depicted because we said oh it's just all white dudes yeah but she did point out at several other people um, and, and also Katie said, and oh my God, yes, those photos of the kid at the end were so creepy. Remember those photos? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, as is faster, that actor causes me to jump a little whenever I see him in anything else. He could be the nicest guy in the world, but damn, he is a good at causing shivers up my spine. 
and and this is one of her, uh, Katie's favorite episodes. Yeah, it is really good. Um, so thank you, Katie, for clearing that up. I get it. Um, she also gave a little bit of a spoiler about something else that happens in the future, but I'm not going to tell you. Oh, no. So don't I'm read, excited. Don't read the emails. Okay, fine. Only me. But I want to hear people say mm, nice things. I will tell you. Oh, you're really a control I'm freak. the Satan okay. here. Okay, jeepers. I'm just the snake. Leave me alone. <laughs> Satan and the snake? <gasps> Guys. Guys. We did it. We. Oh, God. So we're going to quit this and make an 80s TV show, Satan and the Snake. Oh, my God. It's RPG and the Bear. <laughs> I'm so happy. And it's just, it's just going to be the exact same thing, shot for shot, beaching the bear. But I'm going to be the truck driver, and you're going to be my snake instead of a chimpanzee. Ah! I'm so happy. <sighs> we did it. Oh, we did it. And now we're going to do predictions. Okay, we don't have time for New Hampshire mystery spot. I don't think so. That's okay. Can I just tell people to Google the American Stonehenge in New Hampshire? Yes. Because there's really cool, like, weird sacrifices stuff. And I'll post something on it in our yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, post stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, you just have to know that I made out there at least once. Damn. That's important. Yeah, that That's is. That's not going to be on Wikipedia. No, I might go at it. <laughs> but when I become the Satan, it will be, like, a, a truck stop, like, rest stop, like, pack. Oh, yeah. I'm loving this world. Everywhere where I made out. Yes. <laughs> Alters to you. Oh, man. Okay. Alters to my love. So predictions. Sweet, sweet love, Satan. Okay, predictions. Oh, it's your turn. It's my turn. Yeah. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Uh, so season two, episode 15, is called Fresh bones oh and this does not refer to your poop <laughs> see how i continue that shtick yeah i yep. liked that it was okay. a callback <laughs> uh fresh bones what happens in fresh bones oh man okay i think i'm gonna try to go steer away from type and i'm not gonna say it's about boners <laughs> um, but I really, though I really want to. Oh man, I'm I'm popping such a fresh bone right now. I have now. got the freshest bone <laughs> at the moment. That's a preview of what next episode is going to be like, guys. We're just gonna, <laughs> it's just going to be like that, that joke's coming back. Yeah, it's coming. I'm writing. Coming it, I'm actually writing it down right now. Um, I think. Oh man, I think it's like uh, there's like a crime solving dog <laughs> that digs up fresh bones. Okay, a uh, question though. Yeah. Sorry to stop you. Does the dog talk? This is really important. No. Okay. okay. It communicates through messages, like symbolic messages. Like it pees messages or what? Yeah. Or like it arranges rocks in a way oh. that will point to something. So it digs up these fresh bones and okay. it's like, I'm a crime solving dog. But it doesn't say that. What's the dog's um, name? This is really important. <laughs> I'm sorry to put so much pressure on you. You you certainly Detective. Did. I'll start. Detective. Bugsy. Detective Bugsy. Excellent. Yeah, Detective Bugsy. So he digs up these fresh bones <gasps> and then he drags. Sorry, Detective 
Bugsy the Pugsy? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Bugsy the Pugsy. <laughs> okay. How did you know? <laughs> How did you know that was his name and his breed? Um, so he, yeah, he digs up these fresh bones. He, like, sends these signals to Mulder and Scully. And he's like, you got to check this out because there's this, this dead guy. He was killed. Woof, woof, I'm a dog. And then they're like, oh, no, fresh bones. Someone's been killed. Oh, this dog led us right to it. And then he just kind of hangs out for the episode. He's not really doing anything, but he kind of, like, just hangs out and oh. watches them solve the murder and, like, poops a couple times. Allison... Like, I thought this episode was really good, but that episode is going to be so good. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so excited. They don't even have to make an X. No. <laughs> okay, I hope you guys enjoy um, Detective Bugsy the Pugsy. Yeah. Because we're sure going to enjoy that. And remember, you can reach out to us on email, double podcast at gmail.com, and Facebook and Twitter at podcast And Tumblr. Fuck yeah, double X-Files. yeah, double X-Files. And hey, if you guys have like five minutes to maybe rate and review us on iTunes. Five? It'll probably be one. One. That this would be, episode is good. That would be so fresh and Period. dope and we would be like so thankful. Um, and remember, go to patreon.com slash thunderquack and give us some sweet months and we will send you shit. Yeah, every we're month. about to send out the mixtape for June. I may or may not like one month just send you Allison's skull poops. Yeah, you might just get some, like some bones in the mail or like an some owl pellet. fresh bones. Fresh bones. A snake? A snake. A snake. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, because when I'm saying every, a snake in every household. That's my yeah, campaign ab- promise. absolutely. A snake in every household. <laughs> so we'll just be sending out snakes um, to get it started. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if you don't like snakes, maybe I won't send you one. I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. We'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, so hail Satan and, or I mean, hail me. Hail you. And uh, until next time, the truth is, is out there. there. Do you think we like offended Satanists out there? Well, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. <laughs>